Hey guys, welcome back to In This Space with me, your host, Taylor Nicole. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad to have you guys here today. And if you are not new here, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you once again for tuning in for a second time, a third time, a fourth time, however many times you've tuned in because you don't have to take out 10 to 15 minutes of your day to listen to me talk about things that you might already know. And so I'm just glad that you guys decided to tune in again. So what are we talking about today? Y'all, it's been two years of me truly following Christ. And what does that mean, okay? What does that mean? So I believe that Christ existed. I have always believed that he was real. I have always associated myself with Christians and I've never had any ill will towards them or anything like that. Um, I was just kind of moving through the motions of life. And if you can relate, that's definitely what I was doing. Just, you know, trying my best sometimes. Really just kind of living a Sunday only type of lifestyle. Um, Wasn't really going to church, honestly, at all. And the fruits of the spirit were like, I would say, I, I would say they weren't necessarily evident and I won't say that I didn't have joy I didn't have peace I didn't have love I didn't have patience I didn't have kindness because that is far from that it wasn't you know like I was just like dealing with all these evil things necessarily but just because I had those things doesn't mean that it was a production and a fruit of the Holy Spirit moving within me so I truly, um, really, 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 really had decided, like, I wasn't reaping, I wasn't, like, I was reaping what I was sowing, I guess you would say, and what I was reaping was just not, it wasn't a vibe, okay, that's all I can say to put it like that. I just, it was kind of like doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. What is that? The definition of insanity. So I just finally decided, okay, it's time to give it all. Time to give it all. Not just one part of myself, not just on certain days. It's time to give it all to God because he truly deserves it. And I was just tired of living on my own in this walk of life because y'all the enemy is at war with you and you should not be scared but you should start to recognize and take take into account that you have spiritual authority when you are in Christ so in that case the enemy was at war with me But I didn't recognize that there was a war even happening. And that is the case for a lot of people. Um, You just might not recognize that the enemy is at war with you. And just because you don't acknowledge it or mention it doesn't mean that the war is not going to be happening. Because it will be. And 
it's just something that you really need to take into consideration. Um, so that was something that was really, 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 really my push to really just say, let, we have to change. Like this ha- cannot, we cannot live life this way. There's so many things that are happening in the world and just so much chaos and deception and cheating and stealing and lies and malice and evil and hurts and just, you know, dissensions and arguments and just crazy, 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 crazy things. But people don't realize that the enemy is the ruler of this world. And so I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to be a part of that. Okay. I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be like, we still can be influenced by it. But I was like, no, no, no. I'm trying to go to God. Like this, this is not it. I got to go, you know? And so that was really what happened. And I just want to say that being a believer is completely different than being a follower of Christ. And that's why a lot of times I say I'm a follower of Christ because even Satan himself, he believes in the word of God. He knows it's true, but he's not a follower of Christ. So I'm here to tell you that if you are not following Jesus Christ, you can definitely do that. All you need to do is confess of your sins and repent and confess that you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And then after that, eventually you'll want to get baptized and confess your faith publicly in front of everyone. And that is the, that's the steps. That's it right there, you know? And that's amazes me too, that like, God does not ask us for so much. He really just wants us. He wants our hearts and that's it. And like in the Old Testament, you know, we really had to give up a lot of different material things like animals. And we had to give burnt offerings and sin offerings and guilt offerings and just different offerings to God. And now we also had to circumcise the men had to circumcise themselves and now all he wants is the circumcision of our hearts and he just wants our hearts y'all true worship is giving god all of your heart and that's just so such an amazing thing to me like we don't have to do that much and it's really amazing because God did so much, but he asked so little of us and enough of that. Okay. (laughs) But y'all, so we're just going to talk about just things that I really got convicted of over these past two years. Um, I started this journey in 2022. Yes. 2022 at the beginning of the year. So this year will make two years, okay? And so one thing that really convicted me, y'all, oh, I'm getting off track. First of all, I want to do some disclaimers and I just wanna let y'all know that I'm not perfect. 
I am not perfect. And that's not the point of making this this content for you guys. I'm not perfect. I'm just pointing you to the person who is perfect and that is Jesus Christ. And this isn't going to be a list that you can check off and just say, oh, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. And I'll be righteous before God because we are righteous through faith in Jesus Christ alone. So let's get that straight too. And all I want to do today is truly normalize convictions of the Holy Spirit so that you aren't scared to be obedient because sometimes I know like it can be weird if you feel like a conviction on something to like really move and take action in it but if the Holy Spirit is convicting you of something you must be obedient and do it whether that be stopping saying certain things stop wearing certain things stop looking at something stop watching certain things all of that if the holy spirit is convicting you specifically of that you need to take action and i just know that can be scary so that's the point of this is just really normalize these feelings that you are having especially when the holy spirit is living within you so let's do a quick prayer before we get started god i ask that you cover every single listener today i pray that you protect their homes cover them in the blood of jesus and i ask that you allow them to take this message with peace and that they would recognize that this message is not meant to create judgment but to create progression to create change and to help them on their walk with Christ just like I myself needed encouragement and help on my walk with Christ and still do continue to need that during this walk today and I pray that everything that I am saying today that I would be speaking the truth in love and that I would care about all of my listeners today in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So the first topic is going to be how I dress. So now I really dress primarily, I guess you would say modest when I tr leave the house. Um, so I am married, guys. I'm married, so I know it is different. Um, but before I was married and for single people, just remember, like, you are living for the Lord and you don't start living for the Lord once you get married. So before you're married, you want to be living for the Lord and trying to honor him as best as you can. And modesty comes different for every single person. So you might not be convicted of one thing that another person might be convicted of, um, just think about your intentions when you're wearing those clothes. Um, honestly, like, is your intention to get those guys that are at your gym to say something about how your butt looks? <laughs> or is your intention to get this guy that you really thought was cute to say something to you because of what you're wearing? Is your intention to have people looking at you when you walk into the store? Like... 
we want to just obviously like it's good to care about your parents you know it's good to care about your parents that's so normal and it's good to want to feel presentable and all that but we do want to try to glorify God and what we do and what we wear and bring the glory and the attention to him and not to us now that's easier said than done and nobody's perfect and you might have a day where you mess up and that's okay and you might have a day where you do good and that's okay as long as you're trying so some scriptures that really y'all when I saw this one I was really like wow like God cares more about my heart and my my inward appearance than my outward because honestly I feel like sometimes you might just maybe you're having a bad week maybe you can't afford certain things or maybe you know you just aren't a person that likes to focus on all these outward things but knowing that he cares more about what's inside of you and that that's beautiful to him is who you are on the inside and not on the outside i just love that and so first peter 3 um verse 3 through 4 says don't let your beauty consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and wearing gold jewelry or fine clothes but rather what is inside the heart the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in god's sight and then another one in first timothy 2 9 says also the women are to dress themselves in modest clothing with decency and good sense not with elaborate hairstyles gold pearls or expensive apparel so god really does just care about your appearance on the inside and who you are on the inside and i just think that is such a beautiful thing and i know sometimes it can just seem like really really intense or scary to think about changing how you're dressing but as the holy spirit works in you you might view things differently and right now you might not and that's perfectly okay um so okay y'all words okay like cussing and just saying nasty things negative things that right there had to go okay <laughs> that had to go now sometimes it might slip out and that's normal too okay we're trying to make upward strides okay we're trying to make upward strides so another thing that i really looked at was ephesians 4 29 and it says no foul language should come from your mouth but only what is good for building up someone in need so that it gives grace to those who hear and some say don't let any filthy language come out of your mouth um, or unwholesome talk. But you get the gist that we really need to be mindful of our words that we're that we are um, speaking and that are coming out of our mouths. And y'all, oh my gosh, this is the biggest one. Music, 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 music. When I tell y'all, I was listening to Little Uzi, okay? And all these different rappers and Oh my gosh and trippy red and like just different stuff and if you look at like the people who listen to those musics listen to that music they are really being influenced and if you look at these artists and what they wear and their music videos then you should would really be concerned and 
really I had to just stop listening to like so much music that was not glorifying God and even really music that's like made by women that they're just really objectifying their bodies and like really talking about the woman's body like in a really bad way and I know like people are feminists out here um but like that's not really being a feminist to be honest I'm not gonna lie I'm not trying to I'm not trying to start anything but that's that music is not necessarily empowering the women's body um and then also men you know talking about women's bodies and like objectifying them that's not really empowering either but anyways and then also it's just like the cussing and all that um so first corinthians 10 31 says so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do do everything for the glory of god so that's something that we need to keep in mind when we are thinking about what we listen to what we do in our lives what we think about what we write about what we talk about what we listen to just all of that we need to take into consideration another thing is loving your neighbors that's something that really convicted me over these two years and just really caring about other people and not only the people that I know but the people that I don't know and Matthew 22 39 this is what Jesus says the second command is like it love your neighbor as yourself and so we have to think about other people and it's so cliche but I'm always like would you want somebody to do that to you would you want somebody to say that to you would you want somebody to treat you like that and that's something that I'm going to instill in my kids because we have to think about other people as higher than ourselves so the way that we want to be treated we need to treat other people better than that and so that's something that really has been something that I've been thinking about a lot and another thing is carrying the burdens of others so I think sometimes we can get really caught up in kind of being selfish and only thinking about ourselves but once you become a follower of Christ and you are adopted into the body you must carry the burden of others and so Galatians 6 1 through 2 it says brothers and sisters if someone is overtaken in any wrongdoing you who are spiritual restore such a person with a gentle spirit watching out for yourselves so that you also won't be tempted carry one another's burdens in this way you will fulfill the law of christ so you need to be looking out for your brothers and sisters in christ and that's the goal of this podcast it's like i care about the well-being of other people and maybe in the past i focused more on myself but now I'm really trying to help other people and one day I do hope to mentor somebody or some people whatever God is calling me to I'm excited about that that would be really good but that's just an example okay um and then another one is spending time in his word outside of church Okay, so like I know, you know, we hear our messages on Sunday, whether that be in the church, whether that be like physically in the church or whether that be online. Um, But realizing that, y'all, 
the word of God is a, is a sword of the spirit. It is part of the full armor of God that we have on us as Christians that we can use to declare our spiritual authority against the enemy. And so Ephesians 6, 17 says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Ephesians 6, 17. And y'all, when I tell you, you got to have that Bible on you. You really got to have that Bible on you. Whether that be in your phone, whether that be your physical Bible, you got to have that thing on you. And if you don't want to have that thing on you, you've got to have that thing in your head. Okay. I used to not see the value in like memorizing scriptures. Um, but sometimes you need to say pull that scripture out real quick because the enemy he's he is he rules by deception so sometimes he'll come in and swing in and think he can rule you but no that's not how this works and so you have to have these truths that you can rebuttal against him um that's yeah the sword of the spirit is real y'all we need to take hold of it and i think that's the one thing that we have as christians have been neglecting and i will be doing a whole episode on it the that specific concept y'all i'm trying to find this scripture because i thought i found it and now it's lost and i don't understand Let's see. Let's see. Let's see, 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 see. Okay, here it is, y'all. Here's another scripture related to the word of God. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That is Hebrews 4.12. Y'all, the word of God is our arsenal. It is living and effective. And like this says, it's a double-edged sword. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. And... In Ephesians 6, 17, it talks about the sword of the spirit is the word of God. So it's obviously something that is really important and we need to learn how to use it because when Jesus fasted and was in the wilderness for 40 days, he was tempted by Satan. And every time Jesus said, it is written and he quoted scriptures from he quoted scriptures y'all um and yes satan he knows the word he quoted deuteronomy but he did not cite the scriptures in the correct proper context and that's what we have as christians that is our advantage we know the proper context of these scriptures. We know the word. And 
Also, another thing that sets us apart is that we want to have an understanding of the word, not just knowledge of it. So that's what we're trying to do is grow in our understanding of the word. Nobody's going to be perfect. At first, I didn't truly understand a lot of things and I started to gain and grow an understanding over time. And I'm telling you, devotionals really do help, um, especially in the beginning. And the Bible app is really good. I use that Bible app all the time, along with my physical Bible. And then the audio Bible is really good. There's one called Streetlights on Spotify, and I'm sure they're on Apple Music. And there's also audio on the Bible app too. So if that's all you have, that's all you can use, that's great. And there's YouTube. YouTube has audio Bibles too, and different informational videos and things like that. So the last one is faithless prayers. And that's my most recent conviction, y'all. And I will be doing an episode on that too. Y'all, I truly didn't understand why we were really supposed to pray and really the purpose behind it. And I didn't understand the power in it, y'all. Excuse me. I didn't understand the power in it. And now that I understand why in the power, in the purpose, y'all, it's up from here, okay? Because we can't be praying prayers that are faithless, which means that like you're when you're praying, you truly don't believe that God has power over that situation or that person. And it's not always in God's will to heal or to give or take or whatever you're praying for, but he still has power over all of it. And what you're doing when you're praying is you're putting him in it, even though he was already in it. But now you're acknowledging yourself that he is in it and you're allowing him to work his magic and do his thing. And if in the beginning you didn't even believe that he even had the power to do anything, then what does that say? Because Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. So are we having faith? We can have faith in our lives, but then if we're not having faith in our prayer life, then maybe our prayers might not get answered. And I'll go more into depth with that on another episode, okay? Y'all. Oh, I said that was the last one. I said that was the last one, but it's not because there's another really, really, really important one. And that is purity. That is another thing that I've got really convicted about in these past two years. So let me find those scriptures. So first, John 2, 16 through 17 says, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride in one's possessions is not from the father, but is from the world and the world with its lust is passing away. But the one who does the will of God remains forever. And 
I think a lot of times we focus, when we think of lust, we really just focus on the lust of the flesh. But the lust of the eyes is something that I really had to knock down. And that was me deleting Twitter and deleting Snapchat and not watching certain things. That was what I did as well as, you know, waiting till marriage. But that's more of like the lust of the flesh. And y'all, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. There is so much grace on this side. And so if you've done anything, you feel any type of way, like just know, like you can still come to God. Okay. Everybody makes mistakes. And I just don't want to think that anybody doesn't, it doesn't, it feels like they don't have a place because that's far from the truth. Matthew 5, 27 through 30 says, you have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Now that is kind of what I was saying with one, these things start in the heart. So I know we focus a lot on the actions, but they start in the heart. And so I really wanted to work on like my thoughts and what I see and what I view. And like I said, how it's talking about if you're right, I causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. Not literally doing that. But if I know that what I'm watching or who I'm hanging around is causing me to sin, it's time to make a change and not hang around those people anymore or maybe set boundaries and hang out with them less. Don't listen to that certain music. Don't watch those certain videos. Don't get on those, those certain platforms. That was what convicted me in my journey. But sometimes that stuff has to go. And... Also, one more is Colossians 3, 1 through 5. It says, so if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your things, sorry, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. So overall, it's not about what you've done in the past. It's about what you choose to do now, okay? Because there is forgiveness with Jesus Christ, you know? His blood was shed for you and there is forgiveness and there is grace. It's not about what you've done in the past. It's about what you choose to do in the future. And I know sometimes shame and guilt can hold us back. But like I said, I'm going to keep saying this because it's the enemy. The enemy is making you feel like you are lesser than that. You are not worthy for God, that you cannot be forgiven, that you have to live in shame and guilt. That is a lie. The enemy is a father of lies, y'all. So please don't get wrapped up in all that. 
nonsense. It's just nonsense, okay? That's all I gotta say, y'all. This was this 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 was a long episode, okay? So if you hung in there, I appreciate y'all. And I love y'all, and y'all have a blessed, blessed, blessed day. <laughs>